Well, hi to all the girls of IC Church. Hey, Favor is just around the corner and we don't want you to miss out. So make sure you get registered. It's going to be an incredible weekend, powerful ministry, a great connection with the girls and lots of fun little treats and gifts as well. So get registered. I look forward to seeing you there. Let's get in the word. Genesis 15. Genesis 15. And we're going to read from verse 1. I'm just going to read it. Is it up? After this, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield, your very great reward. What? Your very great reward. Just stop for a moment and think about that. God is saying that he is your very great reward. Don't worry, I'll unpack it in a minute. But Abraham said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless and the one who will inherit my estate is Eliza of Damascus? And Abraham said, you have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him, this man will not be your heir, but a son who is of your own flesh and blood will be your heir. He took him outside and said, look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. And Abraham believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. He also said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to take possession of it. But Abraham said, Sovereign Lord, how can I know that I will gain possession of it? So the Lord said to him, bring me a heifer. That is rude. A goat and a ram each three years old, along with a dove and a young pigeon. He didn't say that to a woman, he said it to a man. Abraham brought all these to him, cut them in two and arranged the halves opposite of each other. The birds, however, he did not cut, uh, cut in half. Then the birds of prey came down on the carcasses, but Abraham drove them away. As the sun was setting, Abraham fell in a deep sleep and a thick and dreadful darkness came over him. Then the Lord said to him, Know for certain that for 400 years your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own, and they will be enslaved and mistreated there. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, and afterward they will come out with great possessions. You, however, will go with your ancestors in peace and be buried at a good old age. In the fourth generation, your descendants will come back here for the sin of the Amorites has not yet reached its full measure. When the sun had set and darkness had fallen, a smoking fire pot was blazing, torch appeared and passed between the pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham and said, to your descendants, I give this land. The title of my message tonight is Connected to Greatness. Connected to Greatness. Lord, we thank you for your word. 
your word that never returns void, your word that has power to change lives, to transform lives and to renew lives and to bring life. So Lord, tonight I pray that your word would do what it only can do. Lord God, that it would move in power, that I would speak in authority and every here would hear, they would understand and receive it in your mighty name. Amen. Amen. You know what? I love this part. Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield, your very great reward. Abraham had an encounter with God, an encounter where he spoke to him. He clearly spoke to him. And I love what God says here. I am your very great reward. Not just your reward, but your very great reward. Have you ever thought about that? Do you know what a reward is? A reward is something of value. So let me put it this way. Imagine if I was a gambling girl, just like Faylene, and I... (laughs) You were casting lots today. (laughs) and I went into the lottery, and I won. What do they call the big cash prize? The jackpot. Imagine I won the jackpot, and Sarah is representing me. Has she got it? With the giant check. (laughs) Woo, it's got my name on it. And it has a lot of zeros, okay? $100,000. That could buy a building in India. So imagine I won the lottery and I was given this check. The thing you need to understand, this check is mine. Everything connected to that check now belongs to me. I have access to every one and every zero that's written on this check. I can access it whenever I want. It has my name on it. I am connected to this check. Now, what this is essentially saying is this. Because you are connected to God, you are now connected to the greatness of God. And so therefore, imagine this check said, Robin, Stephen, daughter of the king. And it wasn't zeros, which is just money, but it represents everything that heaven is. All of a sudden, I now am connected to everything that heaven has. I am now connected to the greatness of God. See, you need to understand that He is your great reward. That means you are now carriers of greatness. You walk with greatness. Because you are connected to greatness, you can expect great things. And so God just wants to shift your perspective tonight to stop you looking at what you have and start to see what you have been given. He wants you to stop and look at what you don't have and start to see what you have access to. You are connected to the great almighty God. And that means that everything that God is now belongs to you. I think that deserves a greater woo. Heaven has all healing. All things are possible. There is no lack. There is only supply. You have to know that you 
carry greatness. It's connected to your life. So you need to stop thinking like poverty and start believing prosperity. You need to stop believing the lies that you're not good enough and start understanding that you have greatness attached to you. I'm no longer Robin Stevenson, wife of Sanjay Stevenson. I'm Robin Stevenson, daughter of the King. I'm Robin Stevenson, God's favourite. You know, this word is not an accident. Can I tell you that? Every time you come to a favour conference, this is what we're declaring over you, that you are the favourite. You need to start seeing yourself. Wear this shirt proudly. If you haven't got one, get one. I walk through Mumbai. I am the favourite. I'm waiting for the day someone says, what's that shirt? But you know what I'm saying? God, you are connected to greatness. When you encounter the presence of God, what He wants you to, wants to do is in awaken you to see the greatness of God so you can now walk in the greatness of God. God wants to shift your perspective, girls. You are now daughter of the King, the Most High King, the Exalted King, King above all kings. That's who you walk with. That's who you carry. And you need to know that because you are connected to greatness, you can expect greatness. So Abraham encounters God. And God blows his mind with this revelation that everything that he is now belongs to him. And then when you encounter God, what starts to happen, thank you, Sarah. God starts to um, do things in our lives. And I wanna walk you through this passage and show you the things that started to change in Abraham's life. And hopefully you will catch it and start to see yourself differently. No longer seeing yourself like this, but seeing yourself like this. Okay? All right. Come on. So the first thing happens, he encounters God. And it says, but Abraham, sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? See, the first thing that happens when you encounter the greatness of God is that he begins to enlarge your vision. Abraham was crying out to God for one child. But God wanted to show him a picture of millions of children. See, God wants to enlarge your vision to stop thinking like Robin and start thinking like God. You are connected to the great God, so you need to start seeing greatness in your life. I remember when I went to Bible college, I was saved for only one year. So everything, everything was going over my head. I'd sit in classes and, you know, I can hold a pretty calm face. And I remember the first day sitting there going, I am going to fail. I don't understand any of this. All I wanted to do in college was get through. All I wanted to do was find a good husband and get through college. If I could do that, I was doing good. And everyone would always say, what is it you want to do after college? They do do that everywhere. And then I would say, I don't know. I actually don't know. I'm just at college. I don't know. 
And I remember this one time I was praying and God showed me a picture for the very first time. He showed me a picture of me preaching and there was a crowd that was so large, I couldn't see the end of it. And as soon as I saw it, I just went, whoa. And I thought, I can't do that. And I remember just thinking, that is huge. When was the last time you had a dream that you went, whoa. God wants you to encounter him so that you can start to see great things. He wants you to not just go, oh, I want a house with a picket fence and two little beautiful children. They're always good. It's not real. God wants you to start dreaming bold, courageous, outrageous things. He wants you to see greatness is marked on your life. You are called for great things. Jesus even said to everyone, greater things than these shall you do. Hello, do you read your Bible? Do you, do you know what Jesus did? He, he healed the blind. He, he spat on people's faces and they could see again. The lame started walking. He walked on water. He, he told, sent someone out and they got their taxes out of the mouth of a fish. Come on, you think life is tough. You're connected to greatness. You need to start to see that great things are meant to happen in your life. So allow God to step you out of your tent and see the greatness of God. When you encounter God, He wants to enlarge your vision so that you go, Wow! Me? I'm from Bateman's Bay. How could I do that? But that is because God's dreams are great dreams. You just need to be willing to connect with Him, encounter Him, get into His presence. Because as soon as you do, all of a sudden that dream starts to get too small. Because God says that's just a glimpse. That's stage one. There's more stage and he starts to enlarge it again and again. Girls, you're bored with your life? Are you bored with your life? You're bored with the mundane? Encounter God. Let him give you a dream again. Let him enlarge your vision to start to believe for greater things than what you've ever seen before. You're connected to greatness, girls. You are connected to everything that is in heaven. So start believing for greatness. Start asking God, God, enlarge my vision. Enlarge my vision. I don't want to get stuck. I don't want to get stuck. I want to think bigger. When you encounter God, He begins to enlarge your vision, to start to see great things. Girls, you are representatives of the King of Kings. You are representatives of heaven. You are supposed to think and see and dream from heaven. So get into the presence of God and start allowing Him to enlarge it. Pastor Paul, you haven't thought big enough yet. My gosh, you don't know how excited we, we get when we talk to you. We're just like, what's He going to say next? but it's good. Keep it up. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. 
Honestly, every time Sanjay comes out of meetings, what did Paul say? Anything new? Any new dreams? I love it. I'm like a child at Christmas. Encounter greatness. And let God enlarge your vision. Let him get you to think bigger than you've ever thought before. So he's encountering God. He enlarges God, his vision. And he's standing there thinking, wow, how am I going to tell Sarah about that? <sighs> Come on, ladies. Did you ever want to, did any of you marry a man that said, I want six children? <laughs> not to me, you're not. My youngest brother wanted six. <laughs> and he married a wife. He said, I'm giving you one. <laughs> They've just had their second. She, he's had the snip since. <laughs> there ain't no six in his future. <laughs> so encounters God and God takes him outside and shows him the, the sky which is endless. There's endless possibilities for you girls, endless possibilities. And then it says the first thing here, I love this, that Abraham believed the Lord. See, you can imagine that freaked me out, but the more you encounter the presence of God, He begins to increase your faith. Because see, the thing is, in the natural, you cannot achieve that. You can't. But you can through faith. See, faith increases your capacity. Let me explain it this way. When you are fearful, you take a step back. But when you are a person of faith, you take a step forward. Whether you can, you have the tools, the education, the money, faith just says, I can, and you take a step forward. Faith in itself is what increases your capacity. So when you encounter God, He not only wants you to see great things, but He wants you to have great faith to match that great thing because He has too much to do for you. Now, you think I'm brave going to India. Yes, I am. I am. I'm going to wear that proudly. I am. I'm brave. I was crying to the airport, but I was brave. See, the reason it was fearful, it was because it was unknown. It was fearful because I didn't know how to reach a nation I knew nothing about. I didn't know how to reach a nation. I didn't even know how to speak their language. I didn't know how to reach a nation that didn't know about Gucci or handbags or shoes. I didn't know. And it's scary. But it was faith that got me on the plane. And it is faith that has kept me there. And it's faith that I remain there. And it's faith that will unfold the incredible things that God is still yet to do in that place. 
I'm telling you, even since Pastor Paul there, I see Mumbai is nuts. It is insanely good. You think I could do that? I can't even speak the language. I can't dance, even though Joe thinks I can. (laughs) But the place is alive. It's electric. It has momentum. There is great passion. There's a great love for God. There's a great love for you and they haven't even met you. Your family to them, they've never even seen a picture of you. It's because I walk in faith. Faith gives you the capacity to do what you normally couldn't do. How is my 16-year-old daughter thriving there? Miserable when we move there. Why did you bring me here? My gosh. My only prayer was, God, don't let her hate you. Because all my all that came out of my mouth, God called us, Maddie. God told us to come. I was I just didn't want her to say, Well, I hate God. I didn't want that. How is she thriving? How is she thriving? It's faith. Faith to do the impossible. See, God wants to increase your faith so that you will take the necessary steps that are needed. No longer take steps back. Some of you have been waiting. God says, move. (gasps) I can't. No, and you're like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. But you know what? Get into the presence of God. If you want to be braver, get into the presence of God. If you want to be faith-filled, get into the presence of God. You want to be a person of faith, get into the presence of God. There's no other way. Let Him enlarge your vision and increase your faith. Because when you have got large faith, all things are possible. If you've got faith the size of a mustard seed, you can tell a mountain to go. That's how great faith is. Encounter God so He can increase your faith. Can I have the band up, please? You're connected to greatness, girls. So start believing for greatness. Start seeing greatness. You are connected to the King of kings and Lord of lords. So start seeing it and believing it. And I love the next part. There's lots of chitter-chatter going on. Abraham's even fallen asleep in the middle of it. I don't understand it. God has kept me awake at night. I can't sleep when he's talking. It's like, can I go to sleep? He's a man. They can sleep through anything. It's a gift. Could you imagine if wives did that? Mom, my leg's been chopped off. <laughs> he encountered God. And the next thing that happened was that Abraham saw that his dream for one child was actually designed to be a nation. See, God unfolded his purpose. Abraham, you're one man now. But in a few generations, you're going to be a 
nation. See, God unfolds a purpose that goes way beyond even your life. A purpose that is eternal. A purpose that is so big that it affects and impacts generations to come. Pastor Paul mentioned it tonight. Pastor Joe comes from a line of preachers. That comes from one person who encountered God and dared to believe for greatness and actually followed the call of God and passed the baton on to their children, who passed it on to their next children, who passed it on to their next children. And all of a sudden, what was a desire for one became a purpose for a nation. Your purpose is designed to be bigger than even you. Man, I long for the day when I'm in heaven and I look down and I hear about my grandchildren who are kicking goals I could never have imagined. Oh, you don't understand, girls. You are connected to greatness. You are supposed to have great things in your life, to do great things. God died, Jesus died so that you could know greatness. Girls, encounter doesn't just happen here or an encounter conference in a couple of months. It's the desire to get up every morning. God, let me encounter you again. God, enlarge my vision. Give me faith for today. Let me dream way larger than I could ever imagine. How do you see your purpose unfold? By encountering the presence of God. No, you can't do it, girls. But when you encounter God, you see that you can because of Him. I still fret every time I get up to preach. Every time. And I've got this little thing I go through every time. I first thing I like to just get lost in worship. I'm not worrying about this. I'm switching off. I do this. Got this, God. Yep. I'm faithful and I'll stand up there and I know you'll come through. That's exactly what I tell myself every time. You've got this. We've got this. I'm not American, but you know. Yep. Sometimes I walk away from everyone. Yep. Yep. We got this, God. Why? What am I doing? I'm encountering. I'm connecting to the right person. I'm, I'm not ringing up my husband. I can't do this. I'm God, we got this. Come on. It's big. But when you connect with God, you see that it's possible. You see that, wow, I'm pretty good. good. I thought I was moving to India to plan a church for IC Church and I am. But since then, I've seen that my greater purpose is to take nations for IC Church. To take nations. I don't care if no one ever knows my name, but I'm going to the world 
and establish, yep, I see it's here. Yep, I see it's here. Yep, the kingdom of God's here. And this is what I'm called to do. All of a sudden, I don't see one nation. I see two nations, three nations, four nations, five nations, six nations. All of a sudden, my purpose has become way bigger than I can imagine. Can I do it? No. But with God, all things are possible. Girls, you are connected to greatness. You need to start to see and expect great things. 